Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Coco Express Show Network, and I'm your host for this evening, Wednesday, oh, jeez, the, the 15th of May, 2019. I have to tell you, I'm glad that I can now at least open my coat. These past few days have been extremely cold here on the East Coast. I don't even understand it. I keeps telling myself that we're in the middle of May. We're not in the beginning of May. We're not in March. We're not in February. But the weather feels as if it is February, March, the end of March, maybe close to April. And I don't like it. I'm not handling it very well. And it's changed my mood. It makes me want to hibernate again as opposed to going out and, and enjoying the outdoors, exercising, having fun with friends and stuff. I just want to hibernate And that's not good because we're in May. And by the time you blink your eye, the the May will be gone, June will be gone, July will be gone, and we'll be back into the cold months again. And I'm just not feeling it. Today, I am happy to be on the show with you guys, with everyone. And we have, like, an amazing guest who's going to be on the show. His name is Indica. He is an artist. He's a fashion icon. He's a an indie artist, a fashion icon, a producer, and a hip-hop artist as well. And one thing I can say, you know, after doing, like, a lot of research and looking at his work and, and trying to get a better understanding, I have to give it to his ability to be able to create uniqueness in his work, his artistry. Uh I often say that, you know, we are in um, a place now where creativity can explode in any form or fashion. And this particular individual, Indica, has shown me that you can be creative in so many different ways and it will blow your mind when you really sit down and kind of really look at everything that's going on. I've looked at some of his videos and I found them so interesting intriguing, enlightening, and very entertaining. And I am looking forward to the opportunity to be able to chat with him and learn more about him. I want us all to learn more about him because he is an amazing artist. And I think he is an artist worth finding out more about because his star is rising rapidly. And I, I just wanna I just wanna understand where all it is this genius comes from. So please allow me the opportunity to bring to you, Indica. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm That's just good. Hanging out of my. You, you hanging out? 
Yeah, I was just uh, actually recording a song at home and uh, for my friend, and I just finished it up. So now I'm just hanging out, talking to you. How's your day? My day is a little crazy, but it's better now that I'm doing this. <laughs> it should be a good combo. Yes, it should be. It should be excellent. I have to tell you, I would like to first say thank you for taking the time to be with us this evening. I'm really happy to have you. Thank you for having me. Glad to You're, talk to you. Yes. And I'm I'm so intrigued by your beginnings, you know, who who created or what created the the the, the genius in you? What sparked that? You know what are your you know what is your inspiration muses all those different things I am so curious to know because I've really looked at your work and it hits on so many different levels that it is it's just mind blowing so let's start with the beginning when did you decide that you were going to be a creative artist probably in high school. Um, freshman year mm-hmm. when I was just like I would always write in like this notepad or journal in middle school but I would never rap um, and then I think when I was rapping with my friend like on the phone or FaceTime or something and he was like oh that was dope and then after that I got we just started like kind of rapping in the car to beats, mm-hmm. but not actually recording songs. And then I bought equipment and didn't really know how to use it. And then I took a uh, one-on-one engineering class with this older dude, um, and he just taught me how to just basically record by myself and then be mm-hmm. able to make a basic song. And then I think that was all around when I was like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And that's probably oh. when I like decided that I wanted to do that as a living. That is amazing. I mean, we look, you have some adults that are walking around here with almost 60 years old and they have no clue what they want to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I really find, you know, that, so inspiring to know that you figured out what you wanted to do at an early age and you took the time out to get to understand the different aspects of what you want to do. Some people just jump into it and they feel that, you know, okay, fine, I'll fake it till I make it. But you actually, the, the fact that you mentioned that you actually took time to sit with someone to educate you on how to do what you do speaks volumes to who you are. Yeah, that was he was like the uh the biggest help and then after uh I was a football player so everybody pretty much thought that I was gonna do football in college. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did for I did that for the summer. I came in to Santa Barbara and um then I moved to L.A., went to Santa Monica. And then I, in, like, August, before the season started, I was just like, I don't want to play. 
um, I don't want to do this for a living. Because, like, in my head, it was like, if I'm going to play football, then I'm going to, like, play football and try to, like, go to the NFL. And mm-hmm. But I just didn't want to. Like, when I was at practice, I was just, like, walking around, and I just didn't want to be there. So I just stopped playing. And then um, after that, I just fully started making music. And I think that's what helped me um, deciding whether to do football or music was like the biggest um, spring into like me being able to be more creative and like fully do music. Cause like before like committing to fully making music, I didn't know that like you had to either fully commit or like not to make it. Like you can't have to do something. You have to like fully do. And then there's a whole bunch of other administrative stuff that goes with it. So it's like, a whole thing that you have to learn about. So uh, I think I'm, um, you know, going in the right direction now because of that, like, decision I made way back then. Oh, that's which was great. not that long ago, years ago. Yeah, that's great because um, you're absolutely right. Whenever you decide that you're going to go – into any endeavor, you have to really commit yourself to it 100%. You can't do it halfway. You're right about that. Um, And the other thing is, it's interesting. Um, You're originally from D.C., correct? Yes. And um, so football took you to California, but music kept you there, correct? Definitely, yes. That's interesting. You were just supposed to go there for a visit, not not to say. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, what was it like making that transition from being on the, you know, the the, the East Coast to the West Coast for you? Um, Well, my family, my mom's from L.A., so we would always visit out here. And Mm -hmm. uh, this family, like, on vacations every once in a while, so... I was, like, used to it in that way and, like, the vacation way of seeing it. So I was, like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to live out here the whole, like, L.A., Hollywood. And then, um, I mean, just being here is cool, though. I like – it's more creative as far as there's more people doing what I do. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, making music, making, you know, there's more photography, art, um, designers. There's more creative people out here, like – my age all trying to kind of make it on their own as opposed to DC's more of like um like government work and business minded mm-hmm. or yeah more conservative it's not like designed for entertainment so I mean and just the weather is just like the thing for me I just like walking outside and seeing you know palm trees I can get with that because I don't know if you know about the weather on the East Coast. It's been horrible, okay? <laughs> Past few days, it felt like it was March. It. <laughs> so, oh, I mean. Cold. Is it hot there? No, we had, no, we had, um, for the past two days, it was um, 40-something degrees. Oh, no. With a high, may- yeah, with a high maybe of fifty. I mean, you had to put your coat back on, and 
I mean, it was freezing cold. Couldn't understand it because I kept looking at the calendar to see if it was actually May because it sure enough felt like February. And me, I get cold when it gets to like 60, so I can't even think when, I, <laughs> when I'm cold. Well, you're in the right place. Take my word. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Now, with your your music, that's not the only place where you um, express your creativity. But before we go into those aspects, I would like to know, you know, where do you get the inspiration for your 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 music? Is it the things that you experience, the things that you see, people you meet? What is your muse when it comes to your music? Um, I think it's a combination of everything. And then I think mostly I'm infatuated with, like, the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. And, like, just even 60s probably and up. I'm, like, mm-hmm. very inspired by... Um, things on film and just the whole way everything is presented it just looks better to me than digital mm-hmm. so I, I like will look at older um, as far as for visuals I'll mm-hmm. look at older videos or movies um, and try to like recreate and like look at outfits or and then as far as music, I love uh, the 80s again in the 90s, but definitely more so the 80s um, as far as the the grooviness of it. Uh, I love the sound of just like live instruments. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just draw most of my inspiration from like, I call it like retro. Okay, that's cool. So you're like into that psychedelic effect, that kind of music. Yeah. It takes you, it takes you there, and it can go anywhere while it's taking you there. Definitely, it's, like Jim Hendrix is like my biggest inspiration, probably. Okay. Just gotcha. in general, he's like yeah. the only art piece I have in my house. Is just like a. Hendrix painting that this dude did. Oh, and that's cool. Because he was he was amazing. Yes. What a genius when it came to his ability to play music. Oh my God. Yes, you're absolutely right. Now okay, with that being said, you I have some of your music that I want to play for our listeners. And I want you to give me, you know, some background on, you know, Remedy. I have Remedy and Time Machine. Those are the two. I want you to give me some background. Mm-hmm. You know, how did this, How did you come up with the lyrics for this? You know, um, you know, what inspired you to do those songs? Um, for Time Machine, Back to the Future, the movie, is like one mm-hmm. of my favorite movies, so I just wanted to do a, like a conceptual song about uh, time traveling and like just going, you know, just like the theme of that movie 
And then mm-hmm. for Remedy, um, I wanted to do, like, a chill song. But as far as the hook, I, like, um, wanted to do something with the, like, vocoder synthesizer. Mm-hmm. Too. So I wanted to do kind of a an 80s feel. Oh, the intro of it was uh, inspired by Knight Rider, the intro. With the like oh, car riding okay. Yes. Okay. That was like the exact inspiration for that song. For the beat and all that. So technically you're an old head in a young body, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I should have been born like in the like nineteen eighty one. Okay. You're old head and young guy because I get it now because I was um, I looked at some of your videos and I saw them and I got that you know like the old Bruce Lee flicks and that kind of um, movement and characterization in your um, video and I found it really entertaining and it's yeah. and you are said to like Scarface love Scarface. Like, that's it. my favorite movie. Well, in it's the, um, the score of Scarface. Yes. It's huge inspiration. The uh, all the just the beats in the background mm-hmm. of that movie. I just love all those um, those moods and those vibes. Okay. Okay, great. So what I'm gonna do is. I'm gonna play. Which one do you want me to play first? Time Machine or Remedy? You tell me. Remedy. Okay. So I'm gonna play Remedy, and then you can we can talk more about that, um, and, and you can give me like more background and, and information, and I'll just ask you questions. Okay. All right. Cool. You got it. <laughs> Need my cup, fool. Need my cup, fool. 
life and talk to me nice straight up living life in a paradise i do what i can i do yeah she know who i am let you guess a brand sneaker from japan please don't touch my bench please don't shake my hand please don't pop that tan please don't tell your man some for the remedy, drink some, some for the remedy, glass half full full of Hennessy, only thing I drink is a Hennessy, uh, need my alcohol, need my cup full, need my Hennessy, that's a remedy, I want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you, because I can hear, um, I do hear the beginning where you mentioned a night Rider, correct? Yes. Yes, I did yeah, hear the, that. The, the little, uh, mm-hmm, yes, I did hear that. Now, this is a feel-good song, because you're talking about just feeling good and, and having fun, and, um, are you the type of artist that gets into any of the political things that are going on? Um, it depends on the song, but um, on this album, I don't think that I said any anything um, political because it was more um, like a conceptual album, but... Mm-hmm. There's I have other songs where I say, you know, more so bars, but I don't really have full tracks about anything like uh, too controversial. But I'm more I have more opinions on it, but I don't really know how to form a like an educated song that I would want to release about it. But okay. I mean, I, I sometimes will say like, you know. F police or something like that, but nothing too radical, too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it, that's just not your lane, and that's cool. That you know, at least you know your lane, and you know what it is that you want to um, convey to your audience, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, now, the. Other question I wanted to ask you, because I also want to play Time Machine, but I wanted to also get into the other aspects of you, because you just, you know, the conceptual part you talk about a lot, and that's the visual aspect of it. Do you um, do you create your videos for your um, your videos, or do you have someone do the conceptualization of those things? Um, for most of them, I'll think of the the theme and, mm-hmm. like, the outfit and, like, everything as far as the, how the shots are shot. And um, I do that based on, like, a video, a movie that I watched, 
and then I'll watch that, see what, you know, outfits they were wearing, how they shot the, um, like, how they edited it, and, like, that will be, like, the base of how I'll go about my video, and I'll make a mood Mm -hmm. board with, like, pictures on it so that I can, like, send it out to everyone so that I can, like, see, like, what I'm thinking on, you know, on the screen. And then kind of just, you know, on the day we'll see what looks good on the camera and then just go with whatever. It's just like whatever catches my eye, I'll um, shoot. But like based on the mood board is how I come into the the videos. I just like to have a theme. Oh, okay. That's cool. So you have more of a hands-on, um, uh, um, you're more hands-on in regards to how the videos are um, shot and conceptualized as opposed to someone who just hires somebody, create a video, here's my song, listen to the music, create a video based on what you hear. Yeah, I could never do that. I'm too um, uh, of a control freak to... <laughs> so like it's, with my music I could never like turn my back okay that makes great sense now you also have another aspect to yourself and you have an eye for fashion because I know some, I was checking out some things you know um, the shirts they say something and, and, and where does that come from um I've been wearing, I've been into, like, vintage tees lately and, uh, like, distressed denim. I don't know. I like, I really do like wearing denim, but as far as the fashion, I've been into it for probably since high school. I would, like, just spend, like, whatever money I would get and then spend it on a shirt for three hundred dollars or something like something crazy like that, and then I was into Jordans for a while, but I think Kanye was like the person who got me into like being a a fashion person who like was into like buying and like looking a certain way mm-hmm. he uh I think around like Watch the Throne, that album that he did with Jay-Z, when he started wearing, like, leather and, like, a bunch of, he was wearing a bunch of crazy stuff, but that's when I, like, started, like, buying all the the stuff that, you know, I thought was cool or that that was, like, in the fashion world. Uh, I like to wear a lot of street fashion, though, because I can't afford everything that I want, but I usually... Not uh, yet. Not yet. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I get what I can. Okay, that's cool. And that's interesting. You mentioned Kanye a lot, so I take it that he's one of your um, your role models, so to speak. So who else are you... Um, are, are you, I guess, modeling or have been like a, um, an icon for you? Um, Kid Cudi and Travis Scott 
probably mm-hmm. the two other. Um, and Drake probably he's uh those those three are like the people I grew up with and like the most to hear as far as mm-hmm. like inspiration musically. Um, yeah, those are my three go to as far as um music and Kanye. Okay, that's really great. As and when it comes to music production, do you have anyone in mind that you really, really, really admire? Um also Tame Impala and Daft Punk. Those two production wise and music are um like those are my two like besides hip hop I mean, those are, they're crazy. They, I don't know how they make what they make. I try to do some of the stuff they do, but they're my favorite to listen to. Besides, like, as far as outside of hip-hop. Oh, okay. And that's good because I believe that in order for anyone to really be a really good artist or painter or, or a dancer, you have to have a scope that's wider than your lane because it gives you inspiration on other things and how to incorporate other things. And that's something that I see in you, that your view is not narrow. It's so broad. And you bring all of those different elements and all the things that you see into your music, into your um, your videos, and that's what makes everything so unique and it stands out so brightly. And I love that. Yeah, I, I like, um, I try to bridge, like, almost, I don't even know what to, I probably R&B, hip-hop, and, like, electronic music. And even, I don't know what you would call, like, Rick James music, but um, I guess funk or groovy. Yeah, it was funk. That, yeah, that those sounds are all. Uh, I just like to move when I hear mm-hmm. something. So the drums, the drums make me move personally. So if the drums come in and are like, you know, you can move your head to it, then the song can. I can listen to it personally. I, I love uh, to just like dance. Okay. The music. Cool. Now, we're going to get into Time Machine. You know, we're going to play that. And um, Time Machine, does that have anything to do with the movie Tron? For some reason, Time Machine and Tron go together. Is, was that, it's just, that's way, yes. the way I see it. Okay. I forgot to mention Tron. Um, Tron is like the, like the album is called Retro Modern. If there is any like retro modern movie that oh that was scored by Daft Punk and that score of that movie is like my one of my favorite I think that is my favorite score besides uh yeah that is that's the favorite score movie that that I have besides Scarface and um mm-hmm. um if the song was about Tron was your question um yeah there's definitely inspiration from Tron in in that uh 
in that record. Okay. I can I, I definitely saw the correlation. And I you're lucky. I I'm a I'm a movie head, so I I, I will sit all day and watch movies and not move. So you take yeah, right up my alley. Yeah, I love I love movies and popcorn. Okay. Okay. Yes, but I've lately I found that the um, the white cheddar popcorn works for me when I'm not in the movie theater. When I'm in the movie theater, I gotta have that butter all over it. Not good for you, but exactly. it's so good. <laughs> I don't eat I don't eat like popcorn anywhere. I don't eat butter popcorn anywhere else because I I only like I'm addicted to that. Just you know the butter popcorn in the movie. Yes. They go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. But the one time thing. Yes. So now we're going to play Time Machine so that we can see exactly what we're talking about so our listeners can hear what we're talking about. All right, let's do it. Future is the rage in my time machine. In my time machine. In my time machine. Future is the rage in my time machine. In my time machine. In my time machine. 
Futuristic rhymes, futuristic fate. I travel through time, futuristic rage. And my time is soon, my time is soon, and my time is soon. advice. I mean, it goes for anything. Now, what would you 
today. Tell the young you, knowing what you know now. <laughs> um, um, that, uh, wow. I don't know. To keep keep doing what you're doing, probably. Okay. Probably not to change not to change anything. Okay. Great. That is good. And you were stumped by that one, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a. I mean, it's kind of a. Yeah, it's kind of a. Unless I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. Then, you know, I think my life, you know, everything happened and it made me who I am. So that's good. Well, we're grateful. We're grateful because, you know, you're sharing your gifts and your talents with us. And that's a blessing right there. So I'm glad that you were able to stick, stay the course and, and do what it is that you enjoy, which is your calling. So. Not everyone has that, or they have had have come to that place in their lives. And you came at an early age, so I know you got so much more to offer us. Yeah, thank you. Definitely, yeah. you know, still a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, this was an, I mean, I really had a good time with you, and I hope that you will come back and join us again. Definitely. Love talking oh, cool. to you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it was a pleasure indeed, indeed. Time. Okay. So I'm just we're gonna close out now and I just have to say that, you know, we a lot of people are always talking about how the young folks are just so aimlessly walking around, not knowing what they want to do and where they want to go, or who they want to be. You have shown me and my listeners that's not the case, that there are many people of a certain age group who are out there moving and shaking. They know what they want to do. They know how they want to do it. And they're willing to put the work in to make it happen for themselves. And I'm glad you are an example of that. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to get to know you. And I will be following you. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. All the, I need all the you know, support I can get. Thank you. You're quite all. welcome. You're welcome. So you have a good evening. And once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you. You too. Okay. Okay, to all my listeners, that was Indica. And as I said it earlier, um, he is a shining example of what our future could be like when um, we, you have a group of young people who are just about making, making creativity manifest itself through their gifts, their talents, and sharing what they have. And it's not nothing that is going to hurt or harm anyone. And it's beautiful. I enjoyed my conversation. I enjoyed my time with with um, Indica. And I hope he comes back to join us again with more of his music. On that note, I'm going to wrap it up. And I want to tell you, as I always say, please, 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 
follow your own dreams. Don't follow somebody else's. What is their journey is for them. Your journey is something different. Each and every one of us were put on this planet for a reason, a purpose. And you have to discover it and move forward and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Do you. And while you're doing you, take care of yourself. Please, that means eating right, exercising, and drinking lots of water. All those things will enable you to be able to do you even better. And when you're taking care of yourself, all those people around you who love you, they will not have to worry about you. And you'll be able to be the best you possible, which will enhance their lives as well. I'm saying this to you because it is true and it's important to remember those facts as you pursue your goals, your dreams, or your careers, whatever it is. On that note, I'm saying good night and God bless. Be well. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at thecocoexpressshow.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Facebook. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.